Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is your host, Inez Simpson, and my co-host is also here, Martin Gover. And we are <laughs> and we are very lucky today to have a really great hypnotist. He's been in the field for quite a long time, and he also is the guy that lets us have HypnoThoughts live, which is a big thing in our industry at this time. So welcome, Scott Sandland, and I'd like you just to say hello. Well, hello, and thanks for having me. Okay. I thought maybe, you know, um, because we did talk about you being rather young, even though now you were young when you got into the industry. Right. So maybe sort of just give us a little outline of what you perceived hypnosis to be at the time and maybe what it is to you now and how you really got drawn into it. Sure. So I got into it uh, 19 years ago, 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, and uh you know, I got into it for pain control. I was really interested for that. You know, I was a college athlete and I'd been in a car accident and all my friends were in chronic pain because we were all college athletes. And, uh, and, and so as soon as I, you know, I was very skeptical about it, I'm a very practical person. Um, and so I was, I was attracted to it because it worked for me for pain control. And, uh, as, as I studied it more and got more into it, I, you know, I, I started off very early off in sort of like the Jerry Kind, Dave Elman um, philosophies. And for people who aren't, you know, aren't familiar yeah. with that sort of listening, that's, that's pretty uh, paternal, um, linear, very sort of uh, uh, step one, step two, step three hypnosis, which is a great way to learn. And uh, because it's so procedural, it, it really fit uh, for me being an, an analytical person. And I really liked that. There was, there was a repeatable component to that um, that really helped me uh, kind of overcome my, my misconceptions and my doubts um, and help people, right? Because I could, I could use those tools um, with those steps. Now my style, you know, 20 years later is, is very different from that. I'm, I'm, I'm really pretty far away from any rules. And, uh, you, know, my, you know, I'm in my office right now. You know, I, I see clients, uh, you know, most days. Uh, and you know, I'll see clients all day today and I have no form or structure to what I do with them. It, it's much more open-ended now just because I have the reps and sort of just there's intuition and, and insights that come with time. So it, it's evolved that way, which I think is fun. Yeah, I think when I started in the same place and I mean, I still, I still think that is great and all that, but I think we evolve as we go forward. And, you know, it's just like Jerry Kind said, I mean, experiment part of the time or we'll never move forward. So that's what we've done, right? We just keep doing more stuff. You have to, to uh, sustain a practice, you know, uh, you know, seeing 20 clients a week, 30 clients a week, anything like that. If you do the same rote procedural um, thing every time you burn out, um, you, you know, you need to keep it fresh for yourself to stay engaged with the clients, you know, um, as much as the techniques are great, the most important thing a, a practitioner does is pays attention. Um, yeah. and, and so the way to pay attention is to be looking for opportunities um, to see things in a new way. And so that keeps it fresh. 
Yeah. So that's when you were 20. But and so what do you perceive hypnosis to be for you today? So, yeah, I mean, so I was I was 18 uh, when I was doing that. Now I'm 38 now. Jeez, 38 now. I was the young gun. I was this young up and coming kid uh, for forever. And I'm not that way anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I know how that works. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, time is undefeated. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but no, for me, hypnosis now is. Uh, it's a creative outlet for me, to be honest, you know, it, it really it forces me to be present, you know, with the conference and the website and, uh, you know, all the other things with schools and clinics and, and whatever else um, and things going on in my life. Being with a client is is in many ways a hobby um, because it forces, you know, it's like golf. Uh, it forces you to be completely present, completely in the moment and just focus yep. on the now, um, which is wonderful for me. You know, I, I, I'm one of those people who thinks, you know, about the future a lot. And so being uh, forced to not do that is, is in a way a vacation. So, you know, seeing four or five clients a day uh, does not tire me out at all. Um, you know, I talk to people who five clients a day is hard for them. Five clients a day, the day flies by for me if I see five clients and uh, I feel great. Yeah. I, you know, I like seeing clients still, you know, people say, well, gee, you're teaching, you're going everywhere. But I always think no matter how much teaching you do, and if you don't keep learning, and if you don't keep doing clients, how are you going to stay current? Because you're always got to be evolving. You know, and, Richard Nongard said something a number of years ago that I've always really liked. Uh, Nongard and I like each other a lot. Um, you know, <laughs> we, we joke that we're interchangeable. Richard Clark and I are completely not interchangeable. Richard Clark and I are a yin-yang, uh, but Richard Nongard and I are pretty interchangeable. And uh, one of the things that he says that I've stolen is don't train and study hypnosis from someone you can't book an appointment with. Um, if they're not seeing clients, you probably shouldn't train with them. Um, now there could be exceptions to that probably, but it's, I think so too. And I think, you know, I've been saying to the audience is that hypnosis is important and there's many different styles connect with a hypnotist. And if you get the rapport and if you, and it feels right to you do the work with them, you know, it's not about how we do it, what we do. If you have that connection is the biggest thing. It is. And there's, that's, backed by a number of clinical studies that show it doesn't matter what technique you're using. Even hypnosis versus, say, cognitive behavioral therapy or, you know, psychoanalytic uh, approaches, whatever it might be, the most important thing is having um, that therapeutic relationship and that environment uh, in which the the client can uh, have realizations, change epiphanies and all that, and the facilitator of that, whatever, you know, modality that might be is in charge of creating, helping create that space um, and building that relationship. So yeah, completely. And then today I know that you work in all facets. So what is your, I won't say specialties because I don't necessarily have a specialty, but what is it that you like to work with today? So I'm, I'm still doing a lot with drug rehab centers. Uh, I've been doing that for about the last dozen years uh, where I go in and I'll run groups there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a staff that do that as well that, you know, I, I trained them and now they, they run groups and, and one, one-on-ones at, at drug rehab centers. And so in that population, you're getting a lot of anxiety and a lot of pain. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, there's trauma in there and all that. Um, 
But what I really enjoy uh, to kind of even chunk up from there is being on a treatment team. Um, so, you know, I work with dental offices. I work with doctor's offices. I work with drug rehab centers. I like being a member of a team uh, because that allows me to have more room to play because I know other needs are being covered. And so it really yeah. allows me to be more creative and out, and out there um, than I would otherwise get to be. So that, that's really where I am. So a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, a lot of good to great stuff with high net worth people or professional athletes, that kind of thing. No, that's great. And I think the team thing is, I, you know, I'm always uh, talking to the listeners about becoming responsible for their own health and joining the team instead of just, you know, going to see people and getting things done. Become part of the team. Yeah, well, uh, one of my most important mentors in my career recently passed away, and one of his catchphrases was, fire your doctor. Um, just as a school of thought, you know, just to be provocative. Um, you know, he said, look, they work for you. You are the captain of the team, not the doctor. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's really true. Yeah, yeah. very true. So uh, I should also mention, I do a lot with at-risk teens. You know, I, I think uh, being a teenager is a tough thing right now with technology, um, just kind of growing as fast as it is. Um, and, you know, with the technology, the kids understand it better than adults. And that's never been the case with the most important technology on the planet before. And so these kids have a lot of pressures that grownups have never experienced. Uh, and so working with them is, uh, is a passion for me right now, too. Well, that will keep you busy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no shortage of kids who need <laughs> sessions right now. No, I don't know. And, and you know, there's, uh, I notice a big upsurge and or maybe it's just because people are starting to become more open to doing hypnosis, um, but they're starting to understand that it works for pain and that it works for the anxiety. And, you know, that's, so they're starting to show up more and more. And that's yeah, and, a good thing. And again, me being analytical, you know, I have to, pay attention to that, uh, you know, the clinical studies and the, you know, show me how it works kind of stuff. And the data is just there. Um, you know, hypnosis really is wonderful for pain, anxiety, those kinds of things. Um, you know, stop smoking is the famous one that, you know, yeah. but, but uh, I think anxiety and, and pain are the best applications of hypnosis in terms of improving quality of life. I think so. You know, there's people that walk in and they'll, you'll do a session with them. And because you've attempted to work with different things, it rounds things out for them and their whole life can change. Yeah. To yeah, the, be I mean, the better. I mean, to the better. Right. And people come to you for one issue and then they find out you can help them for another thing. So yeah. it and then all of a sudden you're working with the whole person, not yeah. just one factor. That's what I like to do. I like to work with the whole person, not just, even if they come to me for smoking, I, I'll say, well, you know, I could do that, but you... Um, but understand that I like to work with the reasons you smoke. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I, I hate doing one-offs. Um, I just think it's a wasted opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever the client wants. I don't sell packages. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think it's, it, once we've lifted the hood of, you know, we might as well look at the whole engine um, yeah. and, and, and get in there and see what we can do to optimize. Great. Well, we've got one minute left. Is Can you see that on your feed? I can. Yeah. Good. So perfect. So we now we've got 30 seconds. So maybe just sort of round it out and we'll go to break. Sure. So uh, I, I think that if the people are interested in hypnosis, there's a lot. Uh, one of the things you said is do your homework, call multiple hypnotists. Don't just go see the first one in the phone book proverbially, you know, don't go to the top of Google, um, actually call around and ask them stuff. Yeah. yeah do some research. Yeah. 
Thank you. And then we'll go to break and we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to our second segment on Hypnosis Everywhere. And if you a little bit confused out there in the internet land. It means we're doing this on Facebook Live at the same time on Zoom. So if you think we're talking about waving our hands at each other or something, you will understand why. Um, so I think we should just get right back to Scott because there's these 12-minute segments go like in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So maybe you can talk about 
a little bit more about your medical connections and how you work with the medical profession, et cetera. Sure. Sure. So uh, I work, I do it a bunch of different ways, you know, depending on the, uh, the location, you know, so, uh, I've worked on staff in the dental office where they give me the lab coat with my name on it. And I go and I hypnotize people for dental procedures or to have them stop grinding their teeth. And by the way, people who grind their teeth, especially while they're asleep, go see a hypnotist. Yes. Um, if you get the mouth guard or the bite blocks or any of those things or the splints and all those are fine, but that's, that's just protecting your teeth. That's not protecting the joint itself. Um, and there's joint damage that could be done. Uh, and you want to change the actual behavior, not just save your teeth. And it will reduce the headaches and neck aches and, and help you sleep better. Go find a hypnotist for that. They're great. Um, uh, but so I, I'll, I'll do that. And then, you know, I'll work in a doctor's office where they'll have me, you know, see their patients for high blood pressure or, or pre or post-surgically or, or things like that. Um, and then I also have some doctors and some dentists who refer their patients to me. And then I see them in my office. Uh, so I, I do it a, a couple. And then obviously, like I said, in the drug rehab centers, I'll go to them. Um, so in depending on the location, uh, I, I really do it different ways. And, and my goal is to, um, you know, be supportive of what the, the doctor or the clinician, um, they're kind of their game plan. And then I know my scope of practice and, and I can sort of, they give me a space that I can freestyle in and I can do whatever I need to do. And as long as I'm having good communication with, um, you know, whoever that quarterback might be, the doctor, the dentist, the whoever it is, um, then it gives me room to play, uh, which I think is the, the best use of um, our training. I was talking to um, a doctor and she does a lot of birthing and hypnosis. And she was still saying she was really getting, uh, even from, even though she's part of the medical profession, she was still having a lot of pushback. And so it's good for me to hear that we don't have it everywhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't get almost any pushback. You know, I, yeah. I, I've given grand rounds at dental schools and I, I've taught at, um, I've been a guest lecturer at UC Irvine school of medicine, uh, which is a, a pretty highly respected medical school. Uh, I've worked with USC and UCLA's uh, school of dentistry as well. Um, you know, so I, you know, those are all reputable places and I've in all of those, I've gotten very little pushback ever. Um, well, I think it's much better that I, but mind you, we're sort of West coast people. And I think maybe as we get more conservative going East, that might be a little bit of a difference. I think we're definitely much more open on the West coast. Well, we have the patient whispers on the East coast. That's true. And they're yeah, doing have, very you know, well. The idea of um, patient advocates and things like that are, yeah. are I think, really needed. Um, yeah. You know, the medical field or the medical industry, I don't think anybody looks at the U.S. medical system and says, well, that's perfect. <laughs> like, no, no one's thrilled with it. You know, I don't think the insurance companies are happy. I, I'm certain the doctors aren't, you know, satisfied. Um, you know, we're doing what we can. And I don't, I, it's a complicated thing. It's really you know, it, it's re not to get political, but it's a complex issue. Um, and uh, so the more we can do to do little things to make it better, even, you know, I've got a client um, who's coming in because uh, he was just intubated uh, yeah. for a surgery and no one told him he was going to be intubated. And so then he woke up and he had, you know, a, a tube down his throat. And uh, so now he's developed a gag reflex and phobia. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's not capital T trauma, 
but it's lowercase t trauma and it's, it's lowercase t trauma that's upsetting and creating some sort of echo in his life. And, uh, you know, the medical field uh, could have, you know, announced a prevention with some phrasing, could have helped him with that or, you know, educated him on it. But because they yeah. didn't, we can run cleanup for him. Yeah, we do. And I think that's what we do, even though because they don't have a lot of time and everybody no, just r runs around doing things, but they can't do it at the best way they can. And right. that's the system. And and I, I understand that, too. Even here in Canada, it's slightly different, but it's really not. You know, it's still you still have all the same issues. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's, you know, the number of patients they want to get to in a day. Um, requires them to be as efficient uh, and direct as possible. And sometimes that means uh, communication is sacrificed. And with yeah. us, we can spend the time being effective communicators. And that's... And that's one thing about the patient whispers. They're working on a trauma ward and they're working in that small time, right? In that, in that very quick, those nurses. And they are helping, the doctors are starting to see that it's great because it helps them speed up their, their work. So now that's, it's becoming a benefit. And now they're going to start teaching that and all that to other nurses and things. So, you know, we are moving ahead and I'm very happy about all that stuff. So I'm yeah. glad that you're doing that and maybe open the field for some of us are, it's just not necessarily opening the field. It's opening our limitations. Yeah. You know, I, I think the, you know, the belief that a lot of hypnotists have uh, coming out of their training is that doctors don't respect us uh, yeah. or, or think of us as, you know, sort of you know, charlatans of, of some sort. And, and uh, I'm sure that's true in, in cases, but yeah. by and large, the, the modality and the, the results speak for themselves. And so if we conduct ourselves professionally and when we conduct ourselves professionally, it's, it's usually met with. Yeah. I agree. So let's talk about HypnoThoughts Live. Yeah, let's. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, so HypnoThoughts Live is a conference. Uh, it's the largest hypnosis conference in the world. Uh, we have 170 presenters. Uh, on, and I mean, that's that's a lot, you know, 170 presenters. We have way more than that in terms of number of presentations. And uh, the idea of the conference is to just um, be as inclusive, as welcoming, and as um, varied as possible. So we try to bring in as, as much variety as we possibly can and expose the, uh, the people attending to new ideas, no matter how long they've been in the industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is our sixth year. And, uh, you know, our first year we had 60 presenters this year. Like I said, we have 170. Um, we are, we're growing every year. We're growing again this year. Uh, we're actually growing more than I expected to. I was just looking at the numbers this morning, uh, which I try to not do cause I'd go crazy. Um, but I looked at them this morning and, uh, you know, we're, we're growing and we've got more signups, um, than we did last year. So it's, it's just a really fun event. It's in Las Vegas. Um, and it's, our goal has been to make it really affordable, right? So it's, it's. It's very cheap uh, for what you get. Uh, you know, we, we we feed everybody lunch every day just yes. to create community to keep everyone together. Uh, and the food's actually good. Uh, you know, it's yeah, we it is. everyone good food every day. Um, you know, at these big tables that everybody can kind of sit at and meet new people and hang out and talk. We have social nightlife stuff to get people out of their shells. Um, and it's 
It's the the first place people should go if they're interested in uh, in learning more about hypnosis. Yeah, and even if they're not a hypnotist as yet, and they're just interested and intrigued, it's a good place to go. Like you said, the food is good, and I I like that because that you take that break in the middle of the day, which means that everybody takes that break and then has the choice to keep going to anything and everything after. Yeah, I mean the logistics of putting a thousand people in one space and then saying, "Hey, go have lunch by yourself. Come back in an hour." No, yeah. I mean you flood all the restaurants. Everyone's standing there, you know, with a forty-minute wait just to be seated. No one's at the one o'clock classes because everyone's still waiting for their checks. You know, it's just it's a disaster. So, or you're a presenter at that noontime when everybody skedaddles because they yeah. they just keep everything running and. Yeah. And it's not. you're sitting there and you flew across the country to give a talk and, you know, there's nine people in your room yeah. um, and three of them are distracted and hungry. That's that's not ideal. Yeah, I, I think you do a great job. Thank you. So how did it start, though? Um, well, that's kind of a long story. Um, but <laughs> the, the story it is we created hypnothoughts.com. Yeah. Uh, com is the largest free resource in the profession. There's over a million pages on hypnosis there and it's completely free. Um, and it's, it's not indexed by Google. Um, it's a forum in a community where people can come and ask questions and answers. Uh, if they have questions about their specific issue and if a hypnotist would help them, they can do that there. If they, ha- they want to learn about hypnosis and have questions about where they should study, they can do that there. Um, and anything they write there won't show up in a search engine result. Um, and so it's safe. And, uh, and, and so we've had that for over, uh, over 10 years now. Um, so that's been going for, yeah, uh, over a dozen years. And so we built that and, uh, this is the, the logical extension, how it, how it came to be, uh, involves, uh, <laughs> things that some people might be upset if I say, I'm happy to tell it. Um, <laughs> and we, we started with online conferences. Uh, we did yeah. a couple of those and those were fun. Um, but we decided we really want people to, to bond and, and create networks and, and, and get that next level. And so as we, as we decided to do that, um, we, uh, we started by just going to all the other conferences and making friends with them. Um, you know, I've, I've gone to over 50 hypnosis conferences. I've been going to them forever. I've never even tried to sell a product at any of them. I just go to, to learn and create community. Um, and uh, so then when we said, let's see what we can do with HypnoThoughts at these conferences, we ran into some people that were um, not supportive of that idea. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so because of that, we were sort of left with a, a decision on should we, should we uh, cancel this idea or, or double down on it and just make our own. And, uh, and, and so we did that. And, I think it was the right decision. <laughs> it turns out it was, you know, and like I said, you know, five years in now we're, uh, we're the biggest. So that, that tells us that we're doing, we're doing what people want. Well, and I think it's also because you're totally open to whatever, whatever there is in hypnosis is there. And we're, you're not saying, no, we're not, you know, we can't see that part or we can't see no, this part. It's totally open to the people attending. At the event. You know? Yeah, of course. And, yeah. and it's, you know, all about who's attending and what they want to see and what they want to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank okay, you. we're back to 30 seconds again. It goes fast. <laughs> I know. I guess we're off to break and we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back. And we're with Scott Sandland and of HypnoThoughts Live. And I really want to ask Scott about what's the best way to go to a conference? What if from his point of view? Sure. Uh, like I said, I, I've been to like 50. Uh, I've been to more than 50 now. Um, but so I, I talk to people, they're like, oh, should I come to HypnoThoughts Live or should I go to a different conference? Or I'm thinking about coming, but I'm not sure if it's worth it. Uh, and I totally get that uh, because it is an investment of a lot of time and money and you know resources. Um, so the the way to get the most out of a conference is really not to just go to the conference. You know, that's a lot of people just show up and just hope it goes well. And I, they, they really wasted an opportunity. I think if you're going to go to a conference, you need to figure out why you're going to this specific conference. Um, don't go to a conference just because you've been to it before. Um, go to a conference because you're looking to get specific things. So look at um, the actual presenters and look at the actual topics. Really spend time looking at what's being um, taught and actually come up with a plan on what you'd be interested in seeing and, you know, circle them or whatever, you know, print it out and circle things or make a list and see if that's worth the money. Like, cause I mean, you really just have to say, is this worth it? If it is, 
The next thing you need to do is make a list of who you want to connect with at that conference. Don't just go to a conference, sit in some classrooms, then go back to your hotel room. You actually have to use that time to build relationships in that industry. Um, and I don't care if you're talking about hypnosis, hypnotherapy, uh, you know, whatever. If you're talking about, you know, uh, the podiatry conference, if you're in defeat, um, you know, whatever you're going to, you want to make sure that you're making the list of the people you want to connect with. Now that might be a listers, but that also might be people who you just see who are a little bit ahead of you, who you can get advice from. And, and if you've done that, then the following year, or maybe even that year as well, then you start looking at actually building those relationships towards mentorships. Um, and you know, then you can start looking at, um, after a couple of years in the industry or whatever it might be, then you can start looking at partnerships. Um, so, you know, you, you look at just kind of getting the landscape of what's out there. Then you get into getting, um, an, uh, the lay of the land on who's in these spaces and what they're individually like. Then you start um, looking at mentorship and then you start looking at partnerships. And if you figure out where you, and everyone wants to be at the next stage, right? Like everyone, yeah. whatever stage you're at, you want to be in the next one, but really own the one you're in and maximize that one. Like fill that one before you reach. Um, and and you, you don't have to just pick one. You can do two, obviously. Um, but finding how to get those things out of a conference instead of just sitting in a classroom and taking notes. I mean, that's important too. And you obviously want to be, you know, educating yourself, but the, it, it's who you know. And and having those conversations at the bar or dinner or in the hallway or whatever it is, that's where a lot of really challenging of ideas goes on. And that's where, you know, ideas are sort of ratified and um, opportunities to learn really show up, uh, which is one of the reasons why we pay for lunch, right? You know, going back to that, we want to create opportunities for people to have that networking. We have these night things. We have, you know, we we have bars that people know they to go to, to uh, just to meet up and stay up late. I mean, we have a pajama party um, just <laughs> to make it um, really fun. You know, the, the idea is to not be important. Uh, I, I hate, I hate self-important uh, BS. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, Especially I, I about that. <laughs> BS. And yeah. so because of that, you know, we do everything we can to remove that. There's, there's no flair and badges and fancy stuff. It's just tag and, you know, uh, taking yourself down a peg. And we, we don't have awards. And we love the idea of if you're a regular, if you're important, if you're a presenter, go sit with people you've never met and, and go make their day. Go make them feel welcome um, instead of making sure you're only sitting with your friends or your students or your uh, quote unquote disciples. Yeah, I agree with everything you said so far. I know that if I hadn't gone to um, conventions over my career, I wouldn't be where I am today. No, Just it, because of the learning and the networking and the everything about it. It really is. I mean, it, it makes a difference. You look at the people who go to conferences and there are exceptions. There are some people who just stay in their office and they're really successful and they're helping a lot of people. There are those people, but there are a lot of people wondering how to become more successful. And this is one of the best bang for the buck ways to do it because you get exposed to more stuff for less money. And it's hugely fun. Yeah. And it's fun. It is. <laughs> um, and, and we, so all our classes are included in the price. I should mm -hmm. mention that. 
So when you pay for the conference, you get the entire conference. I hate getting nickel and dimed. And I hate the idea of, well, you bought a room and you're here. You might as well pay $30 more for this class. Like, come on, man. I just, I just took time off my day job. I'm new. I'm a year into this profession. And you're going to jack me up over $30 after I paid you, you know, hundreds of dollars and got a plane ticket. We, we don't want to do that. So you show up and you don't have to make financial decisions about what you're going to learn. You just get to learn. Um, oh, another thing. Uh, sorry, all of a sudden this just hit me. Um, I got excited by myself. <laughs> uh, if you already know there's presenters you love, try to avoid them, right? Like just using this as an example, uh, like Mike Mandel, he's great, right? Uh, so like Mike brings a bunch of people uh, to our conference and we're grateful. And if you're, if, you know, if, if you've taken two classes with Mike Mandel, and he's going at the same time as, you know, we have 12 talks going all the time. And if yeah. he's going at the same time as someone you've never heard of, maybe go hear that person, right? If, there, if there's someone you've heard, oh, that's kind of neat, or I had lunch with them, they were interesting. Well, we already know what we're getting with Mike. You know, go check out something new. Um, now, I'm not saying avoid him like the plague. If, if you have <laughs> an option on the, on the agenda, go get it. But, you know, if you have to choose, if you have to make hard choices, pick the new thing. Uh, and that's why we make everything uh, included in the price so that you can you can take that risk. Well, and it's important because if you go to see different people all the time, you're going to take little bits out of everybody and become yourself. Right. Yeah. Don't me. don't end up being the next somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't you don't want to be the next anybody. You want to be the first you. Um, yeah. And so you do that by synthesizing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And what I really like now about this conference in Vegas, because it's a fun place for people to go. Yep. And if you're not a hypnotist as yet, you can go there and have other fun. <laughs> and you have a hypnosis and you can understand where we're all coming from. And you never know, you might even want to get in the biz. Yeah, I mean, you can you can explore stuff. You can take in some shows. You know, we can get discounted tickets to some of the stage hypnotists in town if you want to go see that. We have like a mentalism show or a stage hypnosis show ourselves every year uh, or a stand-up comedy. We, we, we have all sorts of things um, just to have nightlife, you know, bowling tournaments. And there's obviously all the Vegas stuff. Um, and, uh, we, we, you know, we make it as affordable and easy and approachable for people who are curious to just come check it out and see for themselves. That's good. Anything that you come... <laughs> no, no help. There today. is no help from him I'm today. No, no. Working okay. without him. <laughs> anyway, oh, hglive.net or hypnothoughtslive.com is the website. Either one. They're okay. both in the same place. And Martin will do that for us. Put it all up on the show. Yeah, yeah we'll put that page. on the show page so you can. And anything else you want on the show page, you will put it up. Yeah. Because everybody that's listening to this, we want them to have access to anything and everything. Yeah. So it'll be there easily for them and they can get it. So we won't have to be too concerned. So, yeah, just to break in, Scott, I, I didn't realize, I was wondered what hypnothoughts.com was. So literally it's a forum where if somebody has a concern or, or, or a query about hypnosis, they can just go in there and talk. Yeah, it's a ask. community. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the idea is there's a section for advertising and then there's no advertising allowed in the discussion forum. And so you're not getting sales pitches. You're, you're getting real answers. Um, and there's just conversations. And, and like I said, it's the largest resource in the profession. Um, it's millions of pages of questions and answers. Um, and it's, 
and it's overwhelmingly friendly and uh, and welcoming of new people and and you'll get you know disagreeing responses which is great um so it's, yeah. it's hypnotic women for us guys is that what it is it predates hypnotic actually yeah. the creator of hypnotic women yeah. kelly woods is one of yeah. our moderators oh i know that's great and she's also been on the show oh she's wonderful i love kelly i know she's great. Just, pajama and party and all afraid of her um <laughs> yeah kelly's great um so uh yeah, we, we've been around for a, a long time, uh, you know, a, a dozen years or so. And we've got about 25,000 members, uh, maybe more, probably probably more like 26, 27. Um, again, I, I try to stay away from those numbers because I'll drive myself crazy, uh, like getting competitive with myself. I used to like like pay attention to the Google analytics of how many oh, yeah, visitors, I know. You know, 1,500 visitors today and 1,400 unique visitors yesterday. That means we're 100 people more important today than yesterday. I don't want to do that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, about, about 25,000, 26,000 members. And, uh, it's just, I think free. once you get to a certain number, it doesn't make much difference. How many more? Right. Right. I mean, I, I <laughs> track and I would make an announcement every time there was another thousand, you know, I'd, I'd announce these thousand person benchmarks. But, I mean, ah. the goal of the site was to get to 500. Um, so, you know, our, our dream goal was to hit 500 members. And uh, being 25,000 is uh, pretty cool. Okay. So I want you to just uh, wrap up everything you can talk here for about anything we haven't talked about, or if you want to talk about something that you really are keen about that we haven't done already. I'm not going to tell you to spay and neuter your pets. That's cliche. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, It's our, our profession is about helping people and uh, we're really fortunate. I really feel lucky to get to do my job every day. And I, I hate that there are people who want to do this job that are sold a bill of goods and they get bad training uh, and they get incomplete training and they get encouraged to go out and hang up a shingle too soon before they're really ready. And, uh, and then they fail. And then the, the clients who, um, who really need the help, are talking to a well-intentioned good person and both of them uh, don't get the results they want. And, and I think that the more as a profession we can do to resolve that, I mean, sure, some people just suck at their jobs and <laughs> I can't control for that. Um, but but we, we, can, we can factor in that we can all do better as a uh, industry uh, of collectively raising the bar and holding each other and ourselves to uh, higher standards. And to do that through a sense of community and social norming that uh, that pushes each other and drives each other through respect uh, for each other, for the opportunity to help others, uh, and for the people who need help. Um, you know, doing right by all of those things is uh, a, a thing that we should take seriously and at the same time not take ourselves seriously. And we should be able to be critical of each other in a way that's respectful. And I think we uh, we need to be, actually. Uh, I I tend to agree with all of that. The only thing that I'd be concerned with is then that it goes the pendulum would swing to the other end. Uh, well, a regulation right. won't work. Um, yeah. I, I don't. It just doesn't. It, it's not going to work. I think the state of Washington, you know, where Kelly is, actually has yeah. the best legislation in America on 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 how it should work, which is registration but not licensure. I think that's what hypnotherapy should be. Um, mm-hmm. But 
but that's that's me. But I really think that from a person out in the audience who's starting to think to go on hypnosis, would like hypnosis, just to check it out, like we say, research and don't yeah. settle for something that's two days. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to break again, and I'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here. I get a lot of questions about the best way to learn hypnosis. My advice after many years of being a hypnotist and training hypnotists is get your first training live. Get in class with a qualified trainer. Practicing in class gives you so much confidence and practicing is the key. I teach live hypnosis and advanced hypnosis training throughout the year and you can check my website at inezsimpson.com and feel free to email me if you need recommendations. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to our last segment, and I'm just going to get got to talk a little more about what he would conceive as being good um, legislation or regulation. uh, For for people who don't know, um, the profession of hypnosis is overwhelmingly unregulated, uh, which has pros and cons to it. And, you know, for, I I think the lack of regulation has held us back to a degree uh, because it stops us from being so um, compliant with uh, insurance standards. You know, if you look at what massage therapy and acupuncture did, uh, hypnosis was sort of even with them, and uh, they went left and we went right. Um, and reasonable people can disagree on this, right? You know, and and they do about uh, about what should happen. Um, in America, it's a state by state issue, so any state can pass any laws they want about hypnosis, and most of them. Most of them have about the same laws. There's there's some exceptions. Colorado has, uh, as a blanket statement, the dumbest hypnosis laws there are. Uh, they just don't make any sense. 
Um, and I've talked to people who helped make those laws. I really have. Uh, and I've, I've talked to people who are on the board and uh, that it's um, good people with an idiotic decision. Um, uh, Washington has wonderful laws. And, and I think uh, California's laws where I am uh, are pretty simple. Basically, I have a, a form that I have all my clients fill out that says we don't diagnose, we don't treat, we're not a replacement for medical. If you disagree, if I disagree with your doctor, listen to your doctor. Um, I can't lock you into 20 sessions and make you pay in advance. They're just sort of a, a patient yeah. kind of thing. Um, but the state of Washington actually has a, a registration. And, and basically they put like a, a first aid and like HIV bloodborne pathogens training um, standard that the, the person has to take those classes and pass a test. And then they are registered with the state. And that means that, uh, the state has the ability to step in and remove your registration. If you act unethically, um, to have a, a, the power of law to stop a bad actor. Um, you know, anytime you talk to people about hypnosis, there's this whole idea on, well, if you stop hypnosis, I'll just call what I'm doing this, or how can you regulate what is and isn't hypnosis? And you, there's, there's reasonable ways to do that, actually. Um, there, there are understandable ways that you can put standards in place um, to, to protect the patients. And that's what it really comes down to is protect the general public, the, the clients, um, to make sure that they're, they're getting quality of care that they deserve. Um, and there are things that can be done to do that. Um, and just the idea of changing the name of hypnosis or how can you regulate, uh, those are lazy arguments that are bad. Um, uh, but, uh, and I've had all these discussions. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny and Socratic uh, you know, discourse. <laughs> but um, the idea that hypnosis should be regulated to some degree, the reason it's not right now in most states is it doesn't need to be. Um, because the number of complaints are so overwhelmingly low yeah. um, that it doesn't make sense to um, for a state to make it a budget item, you know, and it would just cost the state money for something that isn't in uh, the public need right now. Um, and you know, there's there's uh, cases like in Florida uh, three years ago, there was a vice principal who hypnotized a student, uh, and then that student committed suicide. Now, those two things happened very far apart. Um, but people thought, oh my gosh, did they hit me? You know, there was this media backlash. Yeah. But as soon as reasonable heads prevailed, uh, they saw, okay, these things aren't connected. There was a moment there where they said, we need to regulate hypnosis. And then the state looked at things, you know, critically and the state mm -hmm. said, no, we don't. Um, you know, there's an emotional public backlash or outcry for a moment. But when we reasonably look at this, we don't need that. Um, so I think what Washington's doing is, uh, is the right answer. Great. And you know what? I, I think luckily, for the most part, we're all pretty ethical beings in hypnosis. We're the type of people that want to help people. And for the most part, but there's always in every kind of place that you live or work that you're going to have people that aren't. Yeah. But it's, I think our numbers are small for sure. Yeah. In that field part. Yeah, I agree. So, and, and you know what? That's why I'm always professing to people out there, do your due diligence. And then you'll be happy with when you get hypnosis. Yeah, Done. I agree. Anyway, it's been very nice having you on this program. And uh, I'll be seeing you in the near future. Well, I'm not going to be at HypnoThoughts this year, but I will be seeing you soon, I would think, on HypnoThoughts or, or somewhere, somewhere along the line, online, probably. 
because yeah. I'm heading off to Europe to, tomorrow, actually. That's what I heard. So, yeah. So anyway, so that's great. And I'll see you. And I'll just keep going. And I'm really glad you were here. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So we're just going to mute you, poor guy. <laughs> and you can choose to stay or go. It's all up to you because the last few minutes, so you might as well just, otherwise you can just be beautiful and sit there. <laughs> this is usually the segment where we give uh, the listening population more things or tools to use and understand about using your mind, right? Yeah, so, so we, have, we only got a couple of minutes. We'd like oh, to wrap okay. up, but we did put in to the self hypnosis, the free self hypnosis site that NIS has, which you can join. Because what we're talking about is why not use the whole of your mind, the whole part of you, to work on you, as opposed to just the front end, that conscious stuff that yeah. we're using all the time. There is a proactive health um, tape or, or MP3 we just put up on that site that you can use, and it's not a healing thing. It's just like a tune-up thing. It just keeps the it's, body. Yeah. Functioning at optimum. It's just telling your unconscious, subconscious, whatever words you want to use for this, whatever mind model you use for that other 90% of you that you want to be healthy. <laughs> Pretty much. And please work. And please week. do it. Please and thank you. And we have <laughs> so, a great show coming up next week. It's Stephen Blake. Stephen Blake, old pain to go. And this, this guy has really put himself on the map in about a year or two. Uh, for up, teaching and it's really and it's very uh, good and he's a very great guy because what i find with him was that he's so authentic and he's very soft-spoken he's a gentle guy english yeah that too <laughs> anyway so i think you'll enjoy next week's show with stephen blake and old pain to go and it's a technique that's Anyone can do. I mean, I think that Stephen is not just teaching hypnotists. He's teaching anyone who's some type of therapist or anything who does anything. So we got I'll just want to say we're really looking forward to seeing you next week. And we'll say goodbye. Say goodbye, Martin. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 